Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Consequence Podcast Network. Which bands this year that matter? Welcome in. It's uh, Lord Taco. It's Barry Corder, Brad Steiner on a uh, action-packed festival weekend. Uh, Barry Corder, I'm very excited this week because I get to go through my Bonnaroo picks. I get to share <laughs> the bands I want to see of Bonnaroo. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> yeah, we put those on hold, didn't we? Yeah. Long time no chatty chat, guys. How's everything? How's everyone? Been a couple weeks. Been good. I've been yeah. good. And, yeah, and let's go. I want to Taco recap. I had yeah. uh, had the good fortune to talk to Sylvan Esso. Well, that that's what I wanted to talk about. Tell me all about it. I I am heartbroken, crestfallen that I did not get to be a part of that because I love them so much. Yeah, it was great. They were very cool. It was, I was thought it was really great. We got both of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just get one member of a band, and you got Sylvan and Esso. We got Sylvan and Esso. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't ask which was which. <laughs> no, we had Amelia and Nick. Uh, they were great. Yeah. Barry will never, never live down his interview with Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, he was <laughs> trying to right. figure out which one is Tony and with an That's eye right. and knee and yeah, all hell broke loose. <laughs> I, uh, what, what were the big takeaways from a chat with Sylvanesso, the, the headliner for the, the super jam, anything new, anything that, that came up from note? Um, just what, how they were going to do it. They were going to kind of, she wanted to have the, the acts uh, do sort of their favorite wedding songs, which I thought was kind of funny. Favorite um, wedding songs, huh? 
Yeah, I don't uh, know. If, not maybe not wedding song, but the song you would sing at karaoke at a wedding reception. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, because who doesn't love a wedding receptions? Yeah. And B karaoke. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was what a funny. what a theme. I know. Um, I thought so. Well, what it, what was what was her pick? If she had, you know, the quintessential Did we ever wedding get that, song. Taco? I don't think we ever ever got that. I don't think she revealed what hers was. And we also didn't, and it's my fault. I didn't think of it till after. We didn't really ask who who all the players were going to be. I'm not sure they were going to tell us. There were some things they were going to keep kind of to themselves in case it happens again. Well, that well that would have been another question. Will they be back for 2022? Don't know. Uh, okay. They were a little ambivalent about it. They yeah. said, "Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll pick up the phone if they call," but they weren't yeah. like, "We'll pick up the phone if they call." Yeah, uh, <laughs> they'll answer. They'll they'll it, take the call. They'll take mm. the call. But they'd been planning this for a couple of years. That was also interesting. Well, um, I gotta imagine if if I went back through some of their sets with the band with that their project that they've been doing, you could probably you know garner some sort of set list out of them. And then I wonder how much of that would have carried through to the Super Jam. Well, they did do a show that weekend, right? Didn't they, Russ? And uh, had some of their yes. band members saying yeah, so it was kind of a a little they, bit of... They had a little bit of an impromptu Super Jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. and, and what they were going to do. So Okay. I also, the other one that I missed was Krungbin. I was very upset about that because if if I'm not mistaken, I'll have to go back and check, but... I mean, shows are getting canceled left and right in New Orleans, but Krungvin's coming to town. So I uh, I was really upset about that because, you know, I wanted to, you know, become best friends before they got to town uh, yeah. so I could take them to uh, Snake and Jake's, which, by the way, <laughs> I went to Snake and Jake's for the first time ever, guys. This place. Oh, my God. Absolutely magic. I am in love with Snake and Jake's, maybe one of my favorite dive bars in the city. Nice. Why? why? Tell us about it. Well, there's okay. First, you know, I I am on a tour of of dive bars in the city. The city is is crawling with them. You can't go two blocks without finding a great neighborhood <laughs> dive. And, you know, Taco knows me. I love dive bars. It's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, we've got maybe the greatest bar I've ever been to in my neighborhood. So, me and my buddy Howie, who who runs the Howling Wolf, every Saturday we go on a dive bar tour. We do three, four a day. And uh, we uh, popped into Snake and Jake's. Now, Snake and Jake's lives in lore because if you sit naked at the bar, you can get a free beer. Um, oh, hang on. That's Yeah, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows Taco needs to save $2 for a PB <laughs> yeah. bar. Uh, but we, uh, we walk in. Nobody is naked, but we walked in because it was so early. Also, the other thing is you're supposed to get there at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's one of those places that's so dimly lit that you walk out and all of a sudden it's eight o'clock in the morning and you had no idea. So uh, we get there really early. It's seven o'clock and um, there's nobody there, which is incredible. There's two dogs that join and, and say hello to us. They're so cute. We talk to the guys running the place. His name's Juan. And we get to basically just own the place. So there's nobody else there. Uh, we take a little st- stroll through the backyard. The backyard is incredible. I mean, there's beautiful banana leaves. It doesn't, it looks like the most manicured backyard that you could ever find for a dive bar. Inside, it's totally pitch black. And Barry, you can say goodbye to your love of hams because I've got a beer for you, my friend. Don't tell Lord Taco, but Schlitz is good. 
Oh, Schlitz no. is damn good. No. They got Schlitz for $2 and it was tasty. I didn't wow. realize I've never had a Schlitz before in my life and I liked it. I don't I don't know who you are or what you've done with Brad. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. takes two weeks off and all the hell. Oh, I've had here. Schlitz. It's Schlitz. Good. My dad was a Schlitz drinker. My dad was hey, a if you like, beer drinker. <laughs> if you like Schlitz, you'll love PBR. Yeah, I, I've heard. Everyone's yeah. talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, next next you're gonna tell me you're a Blatz guy. You know what? If they had Blatz, I'll give it a try. I'll give Blatz a try. But I thought that Schlitz had a really nice, you know, there is a um, pepper on the nose uh, and really uh, some some really hot characteristics when you first hit the palate. I, I, no, I, it, I just really like I I enjoyed the hell out of it. And we were out of good, there and eight bucks. It's a good hot afternoon uh, after mowing grass or around a golf beer. I'll give you that. Also not available in Tennessee. I've never seen a Schlitz there. I used to get it. Uh, I haven't looked. It's not something I go looking for, to be honest with you. <laughs> anyway, for those who don't know, and, and honestly, a lot of people in New Orleans don't even know this, but Snake and Jake's live in, lives in lore for the Bonnaroo community because, you know, since day one, there's been a giant barn in the middle of Bonnaroo called the Snake and Jake's Christmas Barn. And it's just so bizarre that Superfly, who started in New Orleans and AC Entertainment, in Knoxville came together to create Bonnaroo in Manchester and they brought along this bizarrely tiny, I mean, it must be 1200 square feet inside of the place. They brought this insanely tiny dive bar from New Orleans and gave them a giant Christmas barn in the middle of Cineroo that acts as the late night, you know, rave dance party, uh, silent disco ish thing for Bonnaroo. That's just a bizarre thing that only happens at Bonnaroo. Makes sense to me. Of, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of New Orleans, you know, they've got Calliope. There's a lot of influences. Uh, Calliope. They, brought. they have that. No, they didn't bring Calliope. They have Calliope. The name That's of the, never had Calliope. Calliope. It's, it's the name of the street is Calliope. <laughs> they left that in New Orleans. No, but it, it's just a bizarre and, and specific Bonnaroo thing that uh, I thought that you would enjoy. The other thing that happened um, since I've been gone, uh, thank you, Kelly Clarkson, Moon River. You guys had your own little boutique festival in, in Chattanooga. I guess the weather was fine for that. There was no sort of sense of flooding or anything. No, the weather was gorgeous. If anything, Perfect. it was uh, too sunny, mm-hmm. too too bakingly hot. But Aww, no, was it was great. Little, was that a little steamy? Was that a little hot? It did, boy. That when that you know, it's uh, it's at Coolidge Park, which has a lot of shade if you go looking for it, or none. You know, if you're if you're in the field, you're you're baking. But there was plenty of shade and breeze to find if you wanted to. I, I thought it was great. Uh, yeah, crowd was huge. Who'd you like? Uh, I know who I know who Lord Taco's gonna like. Who'd you like? Amethyst. I really liked Amethyst. I, mm-hmm. Taco went both days. I messed up. My anniversary was that weekend. I went Saturday and not Sunday. I wish I had flip flopped that, uh, but I needed to work, get a story written. So, and I wanted to see Amethyst Kia. Uh, mm-hmm. She was terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, was the overcoats Amethyst. were also very good. Uh, the, the overcoats, yeah. Uh, the overcoats them. were good. What a name. What know, a great right? name for a band. <laughs> All-girl band. They were great. Uh-huh. Um, shovels and Rope, I always they're good. Um, who else would? I will, I, like- I will refrain from saying my opinion on Shovels and Rope on the off chance that it might be on the show one day. <laughs> I don't want that coming back to bite me in the ass. Uh, the, the Allison Russell? She was I didn't. Yeah, I, I think I don't think I saw hers, her set. Um, 
uh old car medicine show was fun mm-hmm. now um, taco did yeah. you see did you see the good doctor i saw dr dog yeah the good doctor is in how, yeah, how good we, was that show that was so good we were right yeah. up front that was the one show i got right up at the at the front of Evan mm-hmm. four and it was amazing it was a great I, there, show. there's just a couple of shows that i will not miss no matter where they are who they are parquet courts and and dr dog it's just a there's just some sort of energy around that 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 is mm-hmm. is unlike any other show and and the thing about that lineup at moon river is is moon, dr dog sticks out like a sore thumb yeah of all the artists they, that they had it was a little out of left field but that was probably my favorite show well it was my favorite show from the whole weekend yeah so much fun i love yeah. and the other thing about dr dog that that is just like parquet courts hard to sit down and have a session with with the albums, you know, I so rarely find myself sitting down at Spotify and listening to a Parquet Quartz album or Dr. Dog all the way through. But at show, I'm, I'm going to see every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other thing for me was I uh, got there early Saturday, um, early afternoon, and it was already full and nobody left. And I think that was true of both days uh, in talking to people. It was how was how was the vaccine and and the negative it was test no problem? problem. It was as easy as showing your ID on the way in. I mean, it mm-hmm. didn't delay anything. And you felt safe. You felt okay about it all. Well, yeah. yeah. It, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, Russ. I did. There's plenty of space in in that area. It's more of a when you get home and you start thinking about it type of thing. You want to yeah. go back out into that crowd. Um. People were happily spending money. Our friend Lindsay uh, from the the Mini Roos was there yeah. selling beer. Lindsay from uh, Roo Fitness hosts the Mini Roo. Uh, he actually, was working the uh, VIP tent. Actually crashed at my house that well, night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Another Barry Roo. Yeah. Another, another around the Barry Roo. So we talked, but he said people were spending money like crazy and uh, seemed to be happy about it. And the, eating, the, 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 the thing, though, about about Chattanooga is that nobody gives a damn about COVID to begin with. Uh, that city just is not necessarily taking much of this seriously. Um, surprising that somebody walks in with a festival and says, no, you guys are going to be doing this. There was no pushback from the from the public. Well, all, again, huh? you got to remember more than half of the audience is from out of town. It, mm-hmm. It's yeah. I, I don't consider it a Chattanooga event the way you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this was not Riverbend through. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay I, said fact, he saw IDs from literally all over, all over the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, typically, typically I'm going to know a lot of people at an event that size. And I recognize very few people other than uh, what podcast listeners and, and Bonnarubians. We ran into people all, all day long. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny. Well, the other festival that happened uh, over the weekend, which is ironic because if I'm not mistaken, there was a festival in Atlanta that got canceled and yet Music Midtown continued. Um, Music Midtown, a lot of rain that came through and hurt them. Um, I I just have such a problem with Music Midtown overall. You know, we've said this before, Barry, every festival goes for a different target everybody's doing their own lane or everybody's in their own lane rather doing their own thing and and i understand music midtown has turned into a pop top 40 festival i mean i just don't see myself rushing to see the jonas brothers headline on a friday night i just not doing it for me Mm -hmm. um but they had a ton of rain um 
and the other thing, the other thing too, I noticed, and, and this was just on my own, I hate to care too much about my own feed, but man, I saw a lot of fights. Mm. Boy, that crowd likes to throw hands. Mm. Uh, I must've saw, saw three different f- fights from three different people on social media. That's absurd. That's bizarre. Who's going to music festivals and, and, and throwing punches. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's really strange. Um, so there are a couple of things I want to do today. Um, one of which is a old round or a new round of an old game called festival or fake. Oh yeah. I don't remember <laughs> what we called it, but I've Faker got a festival Baker festivals. Yeah. Festival Frank. And then festival I want to do, I want to do a, uh, ask the experts a round of questions that, uh, I've gotten and you guys have gotten through the uh, last couple of weeks. We will do that on the what podcast next. Barry Quarter, Lord Taco, I have a game for you. Is it a real festival or a fake festival? These are uh, either a big-time music festival in the world or something that came out of uh, Brad Guy's brain. Are you guys ready to play a stirring and amazing round? And with big prizes, too, to the world. <laughs> now, how well-researched are you on this? Very well-researched. Okay, very well better researched. than last time? Well, because no, last time... Last time you denied Barry a point because you said it was a fake festival, and it turned out to be a real festival. Well, you know, I did. I just made up words, so I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I asked how well I researched it is. Yeah. After you make up the words, I gotta did go you search go? it. Yeah, <laughs> man. If if I gotta go search my own festival words, it's gonna be really weird in my search history. <laughs> penis, penis, penis fest, twenty twenty one. That's, that's how you get on a list. <laughs> yeah. Just- Kaka poo poo in there. <laughs> All right, let's go with um, uh, I'm festival. Ready. Festival number one. Festival number one. Astropolis. Astropolis. Is that a real festival or a fake festival? Astropolis. Now, are we taking turns or Astropolis. do we just Astropolis. chime in? I'm, I'm going to go with both. I'm going around the room. I want both of you guys to guess. Astropolis. Ah. I'm going to say no. One S or two? Hey, one S. One S. I just like hmm. putting the punctuation on the ass i'm gonna say yes okay yes the a actual answer is a real festival september 18th and 19th in france uh with headliners blutch cofton and mad ben very excited <laughs> about that mad ben set uh number two wonder prism wonder prism real festival or fake festival say yes again that sounds like a real festival okay that is a fake festival fake festival yes very clever i did not search it so taco take your take it (laughs) away good name (laughs) it's a good name some somebody's gonna comment and be like that's a real festival how dare you went there (laughs) how dare you i was there i was on the rail man i was on the rail uh number three beat lust beat lust Beat lust. Real Is that B B E A T or B E E T? No, it's not a beat <laughs> festival. Uh, I know we love, I know we love our gardens and um, our vegetables, you, but no, B-E-A-T. you didn't say it had to be a music festival. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> beat lust. I say no. I say yes. Okay, another point for Barry. Qu- 
Porter. Barry wow. Porter now has two points. That is a fake festival. Uh, I don't. Taco, are you even on the board yet? You're still no. got a big fat zero. I got a big old nothing. All right. Melt fest. Melt fest. M e l t fest. Melt fest. Mm-hmm. Say no. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Okay, that is a actual festival. It's an, oh. in an open air museum in Germany. The headliners this year is Disclosure Churches. Not a bad lineup. Uh, I like this one. I'm really excited about this one. Riot Grill. Riot Grill. <laughs> is it a real fest or fake fest? Riot Grill. No. I think you're trying to trick us. I think because we just had Riot Fest. I'm going to uh-huh. say Riot Grill is not a festival. Okay, Riot Grill. A real festival oh. founded and hosted by Bitchin' wow. Kitchen host and celebrity chef Nadia takes three things very seriously. Music, food, and grills. Oh, I'm sorry. Girls. I'm sorry. Girls. Oh. I, uh, dubbing itself. Wait. No, it's, it's Riot Grill, not Riot Girl. Right. Music, food, okay. and girls dubbing itself as an all-fem fest that brings together punk music, comedy, and delectable grub in celebration of LGBT rights. There you go. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of others here just uh, just in passing. Um, Cloud Nocturnal, Rockadora, both fake festivals. And then the final one that I didn't get to is uh, Love Saves the Day. Love Saves the Day with uh, The Blast... P money and actually a, a band that I actually uh, like a lot. Slow tie. There you go. That's our uh, real and fake festival for uh, okay. this week on the What Podcast. I got to give that to Barry Quarter, Lord Taco. Congratulations, big, Barry. Big Ooh. donut, man. I'll expect my nothing. prize package in the mail soon. You know what? You win, win, my friend. You get a What T-shirt, What Podcast T-shirt, and sticker. Um, all you got to do is get with Barry Quarter, and yeah. he can, can get I your get prize a too. As well, yeah. Good news is it's already in your garage. Yeah, right. lucky you. Boy, yeah, you pro- is quick. You won't have problems with this prize delivery. Uh, so did you guys see this um, thing on, on Reddit? I guess I haven't really. I've seen pictures of the overall farm before, but there's a drone footage of somebody flying a, a drone over the entire farm at Manchester. I thought it was brilliant. And I know that I've seen pictures of the farm you know, in, in in total, and I've seen it before, but I've never seen drone fly over it before. Did you guys see this? Mm-mm. I think I have not this, maybe not the same one you saw, but I've seen one before and I've seen aerial photos. Uh, yeah, because I remember back after first going thinking how big it was and then trying to compare it to our festival, which allegedly had a hundred thousand people every year. Uh, I, I quickly figured out that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's sort of like where I was. I was the first thing that I thought, just the vast span of it and how big this this space is. And then so, I remember like Music Midtown cuts cut their their size in half. They took away the entire hill uh, that um, was their you know third stage. But are you saying they moved the hill? They moved the hill in, in Music Midtown. I, Barry. <laughs> Do you think. think that there is a possibility if they if something were to happen this past year and they were to do a smaller footprint? I don't know how Bonnaroo could have done a smaller footprint. I looked at the vast openness of this of this of this space. I just like an exit 111 when you guys went. It's hard to just wall that thing off and turn it into a smaller entity, right. no, wasn't it? It's not that hard. They they literally closed it in um, um, they, and made it smaller. They I mean, they did, 
but it felt smaller. It felt like now, and maybe they didn't do like, you know, as well as they could have as like, if they've done at Bonnaroo, like when it shrank to 48,000 people that one year, mm -hmm. it didn't feel like it to anybody that was there. Now, are you talking about just Cineru or just the the whole farm? Yeah, Cineru and just specifically Cineru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they moved some fencing in and made it smaller for exit one eleven. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like they did like, it. I mean, it okay. It doesn't. It felt different. I guess is what I'm saying. Felt much, much, much smaller. So yeah, I it mean, didn't feel like Bonnaroo. Right. Yeah, I just, I just. It would be odd for me to walk into that space and just see sort of like police tape keeping me away from half of the festival, you know? And that's what it felt like. Cause you, and it was, you could look, you know, on the other side of it and see the wet stage and, you know, the other camping area. So again, that's from somebody who's been to both. Um, so maybe it, you know, to a new person, it doesn't feel like that at all. Mm -hmm. uh, the people who did go to the shows, like the Avid Brothers, um, I, I mean, I heard nothing but good things. You know, that was a much smaller one stage. Okay, event. well, see, wasn't wasn't the uh, was exit one eleven? But exit one eleven did they just they didn't just use the main stage? They used the other side stages too, or they just used the one stage as well? Like they did. They had, I want to say, three stages for exit one eleven. Ah, okay, wow. Yeah, the, the tents. Yeah. Right. Just the tents. Just the tents. Yeah. Mm. yeah they um, didn't use the two big ones for sure. You didn't I love that. They used, near, they uh, used the, the wet stage. They did. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's, okay, that's where, the, yeah, that was where the the major. That's, that's oh, where you yeah, had that... ZZ top guns and roses. Okay. So yeah. they used the what? And I know they, used... yeah, they didn't call it the what, but they used it. Mm. Right. Uh, actually, that's a great point because I had assumed that they had just used witch. And it's a lot easier to use the witch stage and that side of the festival than the the what st side stage or the what stage side. Yeah, I don't remember if they, I don't think they used the witch. What a weird setup. Anyway, um, I, I found that to be interesting. Go back and watch that video if you can. I, I don't know who got that, but it makes me wonder, like, boy, I would love, love for them to, to incorporate more drone footage um, because it's fun to watch that place. I would have loved to watch that thing grow and come alive in that drone footage, right? Uh, you see it empty, and then as the drone footage, like they keep going and 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 day after day after day through the right. night. That would have been really, really incredible to watch. Um, yeah, I hope mm -hmm. they do that more often because I mean, we that. saw it a little bit two years ago when we went up that Wednesday. You know, for the media thing, it was empty. Mm -hmm. um, got to drive around and then. I know, but By I that just night and the next morning it was. I don't get I don't get much perspective when I'm just on my on foot, right. walking around the place or, or in a cart. Um, it's just the the vast openness of insane. So I I got a couple of questions for you guys. I want to go through predictions, um, questions that uh, we've gotten over the past couple of weeks. Uh, let's ask uh, the experts and our experts being Lord Taco and Barry Quarter. All right, oh, question boy. number one. I question couldn't even one. get a festival right. Uh, <laughs> True or false? Miley will headline in 2022. True or false? False. False. Really? Mm, why? I just don't think. I think. I think this is her year. This. I think. You know, with her being signed up for so many other ones. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Uh, should be. I mean, we don't know factually any of this stuff. You're just. Yeah, I mean, it's the opinions of it's the still opinion. I know. Just to make sure that's clear. It's very, I, I, I think. So. I think they'll just scrap everything from the last two years and start fresh. Well, that goes into the second question. Tame will be back in 2022. True, uh, true or false? 
probably false. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. going to, um, yeah. I, okay. Well, that leads to the third question. Mm-hmm. Give me the one band from 2021 that will be there in 2022. I don't think you'll have any. If not, I mean, probably, Barry, definitely, not a, definitely not a headliner. I could see, yeah, I could see it being more of the middle. The undercards, upper, sure. The Silver Nassos, the Krung Bins, mm-hmm. uh, some of those bands that also do these things more regularly than a mm-hmm. than a tame uh that seem like as we've said before wrap them around new new work new product um that's not to say those bands don't have new product they just seem to do more festivals more regularly my answer Maybe. to that question and this is going to be a surprise the one band artist that i can see coming back for 2022 is lizzo um I know that the going the 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 smart money is probably on Foo Fighters because you know it's the Foo Fighters and they can you know plop down and, and play a show pretty much anywhere. Look at you know the the rumors about where in the woods you know they can they show already, up and play anywhere. Aren't they already booked though for those dates next year? Are they? That's a good point. I don't know. I have no idea for June. Yeah, look that up. Give that a go. But let, I would say Lizzo. I would say Lizzo based on everything that we've talked to from booking agents from managers from um tour people you know lizzo's about to have a new album she's got new product and if it goes as well as the last product she is going to be um on cycle and in um the mode to do big shows and i can almost assure you that she's going to be a major coachella headliner so if she's a major Coachella headliner, why would she not continue for Bonnaroo? And then you're going to get the floodgates opening and people screaming about Lizzo's not a headliner still. You're still going to get those people screaming about the first female headliners, Lizzo, and she's going to be the first female headliner three years in a row. I am willing to bet that she is three festivals in, <laughs> three Bonnaroo's deep of, of bon- first female headliner. Um, Foo Fighters are booked June 10, 12, 14, and 16. Where? 22. What is that? The Nova Rock Festival, I date, Milan. It looks like they're oh, in Milan. In- yeah. Yeah. And Tame Impala is playing a festival in Barcelona. There you go. So, yeah, my, my, my guess will be, I think my guess is going to be right here. I think uh, Lizzo is going to be your mean, one. I'm okay with that. that there will be some return just because of the numbers, I think is probably pretty good. Uh, but like the headliners, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. Feels like they're, uh, they'll start over. Um, the other one I could probably see is, is my morning jacket coming back too. Um, I could see that. Question uh, number three, four rather. Cool. Coachella will have a better lineup, true or false? Better than Bonnaroo or better yes, than? Yes, better than Bonnaroo. Yes, better than Bonnaroo. Uh, Coachella will have a better lineup than Bonnaroo. Uh, you know me, but. Lineups are so subjective. Mm-hmm. If my morning jacket's on the Bonnaroo lineup, it's better. <laughs> I know, but 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 we have gone two years in a row now. <clears throat> not two, two physical years, 2019 and 2020, looking around and saying Bonnaroo has absolutely the best festival lineup in the country. Yeah, true. Right? True, true. I does that it. continue? Does that continue next year? Maybe not. That seems like a just a one in a million thing, you know. Three to get years that in a row good of a lineup. Yeah, yeah, three years in a row to nail it. That that's asking a lot. I, I guess the other part of my hesitation is is I don't think we. I know I don't. Maybe the 
maybe Brad, your, your guys that, you know, that do this would say differently. I guess what I'm, are there so many questions still that are unanswered that are becoming even more hard to answer? Um, are we coming out of the fog or are we going deeper into the fog? Uh, I guess is a better way to, you know, yeah. like you said, I, two I, years. I understand, I understand. but okay. I, I would say we're coming out of it. I think that if you listen to any of the, um, turns out guys, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm also not a scientist, um, but all of them, if you listen to them, think that spring 2022, just, I mean, I can't believe that when this all started March of last year, uh, I was listening to somebody, I don't know who it was. And it was, I don't know, Sanjay Gupta, name a scientist, name it. I don't know who it was. And they're like, it's probably gonna be March or spring of 2022 before all of this starts to get normal. I'm like, Oh, what a, what a yeah. fool. Listen to that guy. What a <laughs> right. silly, silly man he is. And it, that's, looks yeah. like exactly going to be Spot on. 2022. And uh, if that's the case, you know, Coachella and, and Bonnaroo and all these things and hang out are, are absolutely going to happen. That last question that I have for you though, Barry, it leads into the final question that I have. And I think that I have an answer for it. The biggest surprise on festival lineups in 2022, the biggest surprise. Who the artist will be. <laughs> At this point, it'll be a surprise if we have a festival in 2022. <laughs> I know, I know. But I got I got a, I got a thought here and I uh and I think I think I'm gonna be right about it. Well, biggest surprise would it be Dolly? Mm, no, I am not gonna maybe it could be. Could be. Okay. Mine is my vote is going to be the reason why the Coachella lineup will be uh better in theory, by the general public, is going to be because the surprise headliner, the big one, the big get for 2022 at Coachella will be Britney Spears. The first Mm. big show that she has out of the conservatorship, and that fits what Coachella does. I have, um, I'm putting, I'm calling Vegas, and I'm putting money on Britney (laughs) at Coachella, (laughs) and that will be the most talked about music festival set in years well that would be correct if it if it were to happen yeah yeah i and i and i just don't see i I don't know maybe i'm missing something i just don't see anybody talking about it i i I think we need to get in this mode of start to re coachella is like two months away from having a lineup by a normal calendar if we go back into the years past we are getting a coachella lineup by black friday and if the regular calendar holds we are going to be getting a Coachella lineup in the next six to eight weeks. Right. And I think we need to start, you know, putting our wrapping our head around what the world looks like if, if a Coachella happens and does anybody fit better than Brittany? Probably not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Let me ask it this way. Um, do you, if you were booking Bonnaroo or Coachella or anything for 2022, do you feel like it has to be a super home run or do you feel like it just needs to be solid and stick with what you've been doing? I feel like it needs to be cheap. Yeah. I think it needs to be in budget. Be in budget. Um, 
I, I, I just bet my needs budget, to happen. Yeah, I think my budget is going to be lower, and I need to um, get the most bang for the buck. Even okay. even if it means even if it means I'm I'm light in um, in a lot of areas. If I'm if I'm ten bands short, you know, try to make that up somewhere else. You know, yeah. especially for like a Bonnaroo, find find some bizarre plaza stuff to do um that can be done relatively cheap uh i would now that would be for for them and for a hangout uh but you know uh, if i'm coachella they got all the money in the world they can do whatever they want to uh they don't care i'd love to get Allie and john back on the the guests that we had that booked these acts and just to talk about what the conversations that are like going on right now you know, I wonder. Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good point because I want my question would be, are you guys taking a discount? Yeah. Is it is it, you know, are your artists coming to you and say, book, book me up. I'll work every day instead of four days a week or whatever. Or are they saying I only want to work two or three? I don't know. I'd, I'd like to ask that question. Well, yeah. And well, I think that you're going to be surprised. The artist is not going to be, I'm so dying to get out there. I, I'll do anything, but well, that's, I think what I gonna... had, that's what I had heard six, four, five, six months ago was, was likely to happen that the artists, instead of doing 35 shows are going to be looking at doing 45, 48, to, you know, to get out and some of the smaller markets like Chattanooga, I even mentioned it on the show, you know, could benefit from that. Obviously with the variant, things have slowed down. In fact, I've talked to a couple of local promoters with venues and that's exactly what's happening they're like we don't know what's happening so pump the brakes and let's wait till after christmas man i mean i can't tell you how many of my shows have been canceled Uh, i've lost i've lost bleachers um we lost dashboard confessional now some of that was hurricane related but um you know a lot of it i I lost offspring because of the boy i've got an offspring story to tell you guys uh i lost the (laughs) offspring um for covid reasons but boy oh boy do i have a <clears throat> i'll tell you the story if you ever find me in public and it is a good one um but you know i i've lost so many shows i'm dying to to hold on to to one in particular is modest mouse it is a completely sold out show i am oh i'm so so nervous i don't want to lose this show because it's i think they're great and i love modest mouse and the new album's terrific but the but the rate of shows that we're losing is mm-hmm. just too fast, and they're happy. Yeah. Uh, we lost three last week. Yeah, I, I, we've you know uh, we've got a venue that's supposed to open this weekend, and um, and that's what I'm hearing is there a lot of shows that sort you of you have a uh, venue opening. Songbirds is going to reopen as the Songbirds Foundation. Yeah, oh, opens really? this weekend. <clears throat> They've got. Um, um, Eric Gales is, um, I think he's the first show. To Do they have Mad Ben? <laughs> no. <laughs> no Mad Ben? <laughs> what about Blutch? They didn't, Blutch. Uh, they didn't book Blutch. <laughs> I'm going to highly recommend that one. <laughs> All right. um, but that's, you know, that's what I'm hearing. They're, they're slowing down the kind of pumping the brakes on booking the show. So, mm-hmm. um, that's why I'd like to talk to John well, and Allie, just see what's going well, on. Slowing the brakes also because they don't have any money. The venue? Yes. No, they have money. Well, they have money, but come on. Um, they're not, and 99% of the, the venues in this country are not foundations with, right. you know, underwriters. They are, you know, a guy that just is booking on his own at this point. Um, 
you know, the, the exit yeah, in, sure, in Nashville doesn't just have some available funds that they can just go. No, they've no, got to make right. sure a show works and they don't know if a show is going to work because they don't know if they can count on people showing up. That's right. Like for instance, not very many, not, I saw this happen last night. Not many venues are the Metro in Chicago. Did you see what the Metro in Chicago did last night? No. After riot fest uh, in Chicago, which by the way, Chicago has been the epicenter of music festivals this year. I mean, everything that they have booked has worked. Uh, Riot Fest over the weekend. And guess who decided to do a shocking pop-up show at the Metro last minute for $20 cash? Metallica. Oh, yeah. Metallica. Unbelievable. You could walk. You you showed up at Metro um, between like 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. You gave them your Vax card. You gave them $20. And then, you know, you come back later that night and you're in, you see Metallica, 20 nice. bucks. Nice. You know, there's just, but Joe Shanahan is brilliant first. He's got, you know, a, a good bank of money. He's got really good investors and he's got a reputation that can bring a Metallica on the fly. Not everybody's got that. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm very, very curious to see. And I I hear what you're saying about it feels like we're coming out of or or will be in the spring. It doesn't feel like it now to me, Um, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else before we uh, before we go? Uh, Yeah. Talk about what was the what was the festival that happened Bonnaroo weekend? The one that was already pre-planned that did so well. That was Cloud Nocturnal. It was a uh, festival that I, uh, <laughs> Cloud Nocturnal. Oh, you're talking about the one at the um, distillery? Yeah. Do you remember the name of it? I don't know. I don't know that it had a name. I And I'm not even sure if it was pre-planned or if it just happened. Uh, I, think I never it was. really got an answer. I think they had planned something and then it they adapted and it went okay. so well, they're talking about doing it again. So, uh but when we were talking about all the other ones, we didn't mention that because we didn't really know about it. But uh, yeah, I heard from it was people. It well, was not on our radar. I mean, well, I can't wait to announce in the coming weeks the What Fest. Um, <laughs> it's going to be um, Barry uh, Doggone Dancing and uh, Lord Taco identifying babies and uh, me sharing hair care product tips. Um, all on my front porch. <laughs> Uh, i think i think that we're going to have the same uh attendance as we did it for barry (laughs) rue for what i can't i can't wait quality was there though yeah that's a good point it's a good point um anything else before oh the uh uh, acl you mentioned acl i'm gonna do um i got suckered into going i'm going to second weekend of acl which is cool because i get to see our boy josh from cautious clay he is cautious, not from cautious, but Josh is going to be there. Um, and I am very excited. I'll be going to see uh, Duran Jones and the indications. I am in love with this new album. Um, and the other thing, too, about ACL is the drummer, Aaron Frazier, who was produced by Dan Arbach. He's doing his own solo show at ACL, too. So I get Duran Jones on Thursday, I get Duran Jones on Friday, and then I get Aaron Jones on Saturday, and then Cautious Clay before I leave on Sunday. I am a very, very happy, happy man. So hopefully we'll have Duran Jones on the on the show in the uh, upcoming weeks as we prepare for ACL Fest. Um, but Saturday night, Barry, is it Saturday or Friday? 
Ah, no, it's Friday. Friday's George Strait. Friday's oh, that's George the one. <laughs> so <clears throat> for the first for the first time in how many years, I will be going to a night show at a festival and foregoing dinner. Well, I was going to ask, are you actually going to show up and uh, hear music? Saturday, Saturday is our very expensive sushi dinner. We're doing a, a very uh, exclusive sushi dinner with 10 people. That's going to be tough. So I will be leaving early on Saturday. Um, but Friday night, I will be there for the duration. I'm very, very nervous. Well, just to remind people, Bonnaroo, Brad likes Bonnaroo because the only, it's the only festival where he actually hears music. Uh, yeah, the rest, the rest end up being... Well, you know, a lot of my work people don't show up for Bonnaroo because, you know, they're bigger divas than I am. <laughs> because they're sweating. Yeah, they hate it. Yeah, they I hate understand. It. And, and frankly, the, the hotel accommodations in Manchester are not necessarily up to their uh, level. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no W in uh, Manchester. Probably the dining options are about on par, too. Yeah, you can't go out for a uh, exclusive sushi dinner at the Waffle House on uh, exit 310. <laughs> it's not necessarily there their cup of tea guys uh anything else to get to before we leave this week nope oh, no. i'll do a shaky knees next month you know what shaky knees next month shaky knees is next month huh yeah mm-hmm. oh my god yeah man that just reminds me that bums me out because next month would have been jazz fest voodoo fest french quarter fest <sighs> yep. you're gonna have to do your dive bar yeah i know i'll see you dive guys bar there. tour I'm so happy to see you guys. I'm, I'm, I, I missed you over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, glad you made it back safe. Glad yeah. to see you. Hey, Barry, keep this patina up. You you look great like this, in this huh? low light. All yeah, right. you look fantastic. Very very romantic. Yeah, it looks right. great. Yeah, you on the other hand, on the other hand, Taka looks like a murder is about to happen. Um, <laughs> or one has. looks like a sexy late night wine. <laughs> the other looks like death and destruction. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. What podcast? See you next week. Love you. Bye. Consequence Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.